It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. It seems pretty clear that the Lakers are only going as far as LeBron and AD can take them. And so far this year, that is not very far. Also, the Warriors are back or not. And you should be taking the Mavericks seriously. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. The LA Lakers are going to get into gear as we close the season here, right? Right? Well, Sunday, a 123-113 loss to the Phoenix Suns. Has the Lakers at the bottom of the play-in conversation in the Western Conference. Luckily for them, Still well ahead of the Utah Jazz, uh, but they're in the play-in for a team that was in the Western Conference Finals just a season ago. Andy Kamenetsky from Locked on Lakers joins me now. And Andy, um, I, I guess I'll just put it like this. like, what are What is your confidence level that the Lakers will look like the team we saw at the end of last year at some point this year? I mean, it's, it's kind of a two-fold question, Peter, because... There's the question of looking consistently like that team last year. And then there's the question of, will it matter? Because they may not be able to get themselves out of the play-in, whether you're talking about the bottom half or the top half of the play-in, regardless. And that may not give them even enough time or the correct positioning to even go on that type of run that they went on last year. Because if they manage to, say, get themselves into you know, the eight seed or seven seed, maybe the matchups work for them or whatever, but they are starting themselves off at a very, very uphill climb. And you know they had been playing really well for a while, but the rest of the conference was not cooperating then, and it continues not to cooperate now. Yeah, and I want to credit to you because in a conversation we had a couple months ago, you said, look, this team could be just as good as it was at the end of that playoffs and still not be anywhere near the Western Conference Finals because the West has just gotten that much better. And I think- I'm very good at this, Peter. You need to understand (laughs) that. Frankly, the West has gotten, I think, even better than we thought it could because the Clippers, they bring in James Harden. That changes their ceiling in ways that, I don't. frankly, I don't think you or I thought it could. And and so the, the Timberwolves are so much better than we thought they would be. And that leaves the Lakers going like, where are we in all of this? I mean, the good news for the Lakers is if, say, they were the seven or the eight, they've and, and things held where they are right now, they've played very well against the Thunder this year. They've gotten some wins against them. And they have not beaten the Timberwolves yet, I don't believe, off the top of my head. But I know that they played those games shorthanded and actually played them very credibly. So maybe that speaks to, you know, they're one of the few teams that if they're healthy, they have some of the size to match up with what Minnesota has. 
But again, it's not an ideal place to begin, hopefully, a postseason appearance and run. And like we talked about at, at the top of this, Peter, they, they were hoping that they could carry last season's Western Conference Finals and some sense of continuity and confidence into, you know, at minimum being a six seed or above and avoiding the plane altogether. That's looking increasingly out of the cards. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think you and I, over the course of the season, have talked about why they have not met expectations so far this season. Um, but I, it, it's hard not to look into the future because of LeBron James' age because of the conversations that were reportedly had at the trade deadline between the Warriors and, and the Lakers. And, and you look at LeBron saying, essentially, according to the reports at least, hey, I want to be in LA. That gives you the at least the appearance that he's going to give some runway here. But how much runway, when you're coming up on 40 years old, does any team really have when that's one of your best players, even if we're talking about one of the two or three best players ever? I mean, for, for the time being, I'm not that worried about it just because in terms of LeBron deciding he's going to go somewhere else, um, just because, A, you know, unless he opts out of his contract and just be, does this as a free agent, um, and even then, I don't know how many teams have the cap space to bring him in unless he's going to take a deep, deep discount. Trading him is just as complicated. Like, it no. is not, you know, Draymond Green, for example, had – rebutted some some of I don't know either the details or implied details of that report from ESPN about the Warriors and Lakers talking um about a LeBron trade saying like you know well we wouldn't include Jonathan Kamingo it's like well if you're not going to include Kamingo this isn't a conversation like you know what I mean like and then you have to start thinking about matching salaries like the idea of a team the idea of a team out there that has the salary matching requisites and also the players that are good enough to keep the Lakers competitive now, because let's say LeBron did want to leave. You still have Anthony Davis in his prime. So you don't have the luxury of taking like even a step back to take a step forward, much less going through an entire rebuild, unless you're going to look to trade Anthony Davis. And I seriously doubt they're going to look to do that. You need to find someone, you need to find a package that keeps the Lakers competitive. So it, Again, I'm not that worried about LeBron looking to leave, demanding to leave, forcing his way out, whatever. The concern is just, are they going to be able to get the most out of the LeBron era that they actually wanted? They got a championship, and that's great, and they're hard to come by. But I know that they pictured more with LeBron and Anthony Davis for this era. Stay up to date all year on the Los Angeles Lakers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Lakers on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, we recently said the Warriors are dead, but since then they've gone on a run, so are they fine? Before we answer that, why the suspensions from the big fight may be a catalyst for the Heat. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Of course, you can also build regular old same-game parlays for an even bigger payout. It doesn't have to be live. You can put them together whenever. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. 
FanDuel does not see the suspension as a good thing for the Heat. They're out west tonight to face the Kings and uh, decent underdogs. FanDuel has Sacramento favored by seven and a half. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA and official sportsbook of Locked On. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today here for you 24-7. Covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Jimmy Butler and Pelicans forward Najee Marshall were each suspended one game for instigating and engaging in an on-court altercation. That, the words of the NBA when they announced suspensions on Sunday. Also, Pelicans guard Jose Alvarado and Heat center Thomas Bryant were suspended three games each for leaving the bench area during the on-court altercation and fighting. Miami forward Nikola Jovic was also suspended one game for leaving the bench. Our Locked On Heat hosts believe this could lead to something good. Um, I love how they responded to it, and we've seen this yes. in the past, how heated moments like this can turn into win streaks, right? We saw this a couple years ago when Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolstra almost came to blows on the sideline, and they end the year on what a six-game win streak, basically, before resting the final, their, their starters in the final game of that season. Um, and that propelled them to the number one seed and obviously to the Eastern Conference Finals where they were a game away from making the NBA Finals. So they, this is a team, this is an organization that kind of rallies around that. The Magic were trying to keep pace with the Pacers while facing the Hawks, who just wanted to hang on to the playing spot. 109-92 win over the Magic. And Deshaun, you said that you loved the Hawks' second-half mindset. I did. Because, listen, I mean, they come into this game and they're struggling on offense as one of the best scoring teams in the league, right? Um, Orlando being a team that we know just doesn't particularly score very well. I think they're one of the worst five in the league in terms of scoring. And with this Hawks team coming out looking sluggish, we've seen this before, especially earlier in the season, they seem to be up and down like a roller coaster ride. For those who love amusement parks, um, that was the Atlanta Hawks on tonight on the uh, on the roller coaster. Um, but they look like a different team in the third quarter. And this isn't necessarily a, a, an Atlanta Hawks team that historically has been known for performing well in the third quarter. Cody Bellinger is back in Chicago. A three-year, $80 million contract with opt-outs after year one and year two. This was always the type of deal that made sense for the Chicago Cubs and for Cody Bellinger. Let's start from the Cubs' perspective very quickly. I really don't want to commit to Cody Bellinger long-term. 
So the absolute worst case scenario for them is that he stops hitting and they're only committed to him for three years. Really, this is like a one year, you know, high $20 million deal because let's say Bellinger has the same exact year he had in 2023. He will opt out and hit free agency again. The Cubs have PCA and Matt Shaw and Brendan Davis all of a sudden is hitting in the spring and Canario and all these guys, but they, they still need you know, a, a sure thing in 2024, especially in center field that they feel confident about. And, you know, I don't think they're quite sure PCA is ready for that yet. They need power. They need power from the left side, a veteran. So this really helps them in 2024. Here is another story you need to know. If they were almost any other team, we might not even bother talking about them. The 10th team in the Western Conference a half game behind the LA Lakers, 29 and 27, the Golden State Warriors. They fall on Sunday, 119 to 103. But they're the Golden State Warriors. They are Steph Curry and Steve Kerr and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. And so not only are they four-time champions, they are also one of the biggest stories in basketball. Cyrus mm-hmm. Atsas know this, knows this all too well, host of Locked On Warriors. And, and Cyrus, at, at what point do we just need to be free from believing that they are going to look like the Warriors team that two years ago made a, a charmed finals run and route to a title? I, I, I think the attention they're getting now is still warranted. I, they have won 10 of their last 13, and uh, they came into tonight's game having won 9 of 10, I believe. Um, they're, they're better than their overall record indicates. So that reflects largely their early season struggles. And here's the thing about tonight's game. They, they should have at least kept it closer. They could have actually won instead of losing their seventh straight to the Nuggets, who clearly owned them. Uh, They had a 15-point lead in the second quarter of this game. And I discussed this on Locked On Warriors before coming on with you. Uh, This was more of just Steve Kerr and and the struggle he has himself all season in terms of having too much faith in his veterans, who are not the same players they were two years ago when they won the title. And a lot of the recent success has come from his young players who he decided to abandon. Yeah, uh, we got a we got a DNP from Moses Moody. Technically not a DNP. He played a minute 45 of garbage time. But, uh, you know, a, a, a basic DNP from Moses Moody. Trace Jackson Davis, an upcoming big, only got 12 minutes in this game. Jonathan Kaminga, who had an awesome game tonight, who has cemented himself as being the second best player on this team. He only got 24 minutes. Um, you know, so Kerr, st- just for some reason, still sometimes lacks faith in the young players that are literally saving the day for this team. And the biggest faux pas I thought from Steve Kerr tonight was the Warriors don't have a lot of players who can defend Nikola Jokic, who side note had a monster game, 32 points, 16 assists, 16 rebounds. That's the part that just completely sticks out. Yeah. Uh, But the only player in the Warriors, in my humble opinion, who has any shot of defending him is Draymond Green. But for some reason, Draymond Green played 10 less minutes. Uh, the Nikola Jokic in this game, Draymond finished tonight playing just, uh, if my math is correct, 27 minutes. And it wasn't like he was in foul trouble. It's not like he was exhausted. There was there was no good reason for it, that at least that I saw. Um, except for maybe that he did have a, a high turnover number. But the bottom line is, you're not going to beat the Nuggets if you're not defending Nikola Jokic. And there's only one player in the Warriors who can do that. And for some reason, uh, Steve Kerr just didn't play the guys that have been carrying him to this point. Yeah, they, they do have a one8 
uh, point differential, which would be better than any of the teams currently outside of the top six in either conference. So that that's ahead of the Kings, who are currently seventh. That's ahead of the Heat, who are currently seventh in the East. And so it's not like this is some garbage team, and 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 I don't want to make it sound like that. <laughs> I still think if they get into the play-in, let's just say, and they win the play-in, or or they catch Dallas, um, they catch Sacramento to, to get up, and they only have to win one game. No one at the top of the West wants to see these guys, right? Like we're no. they're, they're still that team. They're still in there somewhere, right? Wholeheartedly agree. And again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I would not agree with you. I, I try not to be a homer in my coverage of the Warriors. Um, but, you know, so I would totally agree with that assessment if it wasn't for the fact that, uh, I hope I'm saying that correctly, but regardless, if the Warriors hadn't won 10 of what is now their last 13, they have turned things around. Um, the fact of the Warriors uh, with Draymond Green this season are number two in offense, number four in defense in terms of, uh, of, of net rating. I mean, the Draymond Green effect has been huge this year, and you almost have to wipe out the whole first half of the season because of suspensions, you know, all the drama, you know. So it, when when the Warriors have had a focused, healthy Draymond Green, they have been elite. So I, I do think it is warranted to give them some attention. You're absolutely right that nobody at the top of the West wants to see them in the playoffs, especially early on. Um, but at the same time, uh, as Stephen Curry said recently, he called his Warriors team average because they are still ultimately only two games above 500. And that is the reality of things. And they still can't beat the Nuggets. And until they do that, I don't know if you can call them a title contender, but they are still overall a better team that the record indicates. Stay up to date all year on the Golden State Warriors by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Warriors on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, it's time to take the Mavericks seriously. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Luka Doncic is one of the best players in the NBA, but it feels like the Mavericks have been relying too heavily on just him. After a trade deadline where Dallas swapped picks for some supporting cast, Locked On NBA host Wes Goldberg tells Tony East that now is the time to take the Mavs seriously. Like I, I think NBA media space and especially like NBA Twitter gets so like fetishizes the draft picks and the and the assets and all these things. Like I don't know, maybe just get better and go for it. You've got an, a top five player in Luka Doncic who can be the number one guy on a title team. That's what all these draft picks and stuff are for. Well, go for it. Yeah, and like and they're going for it. Some people say that the post Luca era will not have draft picks. Okay, but like, shouldn't you who be cares? maximizing the Luca era? Isn't that the point? Right. Yeah. It, who I I I don't care about the post Luca era. Nobody nobody should. It makes no sense. Um, and then you have teams like the the Lakers and the Warriors who don't make any moves at the done. Like, well, what happened? What are you, you going to do? Just waste Steph and LeBron's prime? It you can't have it both ways. Not everybody could just be the Thunder and have good players and all of the picks, right? And and we still don't really know what the Thunder are going to be. Uh, this is sort of the first year of them being a real team. Um, we are going to talk about the Thunder here in a second. But 
I I'm taking Dallas very seriously. I've watched a lot of their games over this run. And look, Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving are unbelievable together in that backcourt. There is not a backcourt that has the handle and the shiftiness and the dynamicism that, that, that those two have. And with them getting staggered, they have one of them on the court at all times. And when you have one of them on the court, I'm just not worried about the offense. And you've got guys making threes. You've got guys like Derek Jones Jr. making threes that weren't really making threes before they got to Dallas. But everything they do right now is wide open. They're cutting. They're moving. Like, they're playing great ball. But that's offensively. Defensively is where I have been sold with this team. Yes. Their defense 100%. has been so good. They are third in defensive rating in the NBA since February 1st. Just look at what was good enough before. Just Luka was good enough before. We remember what happened when the Mavericks played Chris Paul and the Suns. We remember what happened when Luka Doncic took on the LA Clippers with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. It was enough to just have Luka. When you have a player his caliber, you can go into every series and credibly say, we have the best guy in it. And truly, I wouldn't argue in any series not played against the Nuggets and the Bucks. In every other series, I'd go, yeah, they probably do have the best player in the series. And that makes them incredibly dangerous. And finally, at the risk of being the old man yelling at the clouds, I'm sorry, but a few stupid people have ruined court storming for everyone, and it may be time to just put it to an end. After Wake Forest upset Duke and enhanced their tournament resume, it was a moment that led to fans storming the court. It also led to Duke star Kyle Filipowski hobbling off after a collision with a fan. The seven-footer was hit, struck, run into, whatever you want to say. It's just not safe for these players. And that's because the fans who do it have led us to this moment. I have stormed the court in college. And I went to Syracuse, so I have no love lost for Duke. I was at the very first Syracuse-Duke beat Duke game. I have stormed the field. My first date with my wife was in a game where we stormed the field. It's an incredibly cool tradition that unfortunately, people have just not been responsible enough with. And it has led us to this moment where I have to sit here in front of the camera and say, we have to stop this because it is no longer safe because one too many idiots ruin the fun for everyone. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, which bubble team is in the best position to make the NCAA tournament? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports Today. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.